and scene. Uh, okay, so uh, next auditionee, please. Um, Dr. Freddy Fingerpuss auditioning for the part of Harry in When Harry Met Sally. Oh, okay, thank you. I'll just make my way up onto the stage. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I'm not sure what that is in Celsius. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. <laughs> I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. That's something that could be, could be uh, prescribed by a doctor. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. <laughs> Especially around the crotch area, gents, am I right? <laughs> and I love, I love that you're the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely, although I, I desperately, desperately am. And it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realise you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible! Right. Okay. Uh, thank you, Dr. Uh, Freddy, Dr. Fingerpuss. Uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you! And scene. And coming up to midday, i tell you one thing. Mad dogs and Englishmen, they go out in the midday sun. And we're going across now to the most beautiful city of Barcelona. And we're going to be talking to our roving reporter, Peter Richardson, who's there for It's Not Too Late for 28. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Clive. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. And what a glorious vista that is behind you. Fantastic weather by the looks of it over there. Uh, so, as you say, Clive, I'm here in Barcelona for the Not Too Late for 28 uh, Climate Change Conference. So lots of world leaders have flown in to, to, to address the, the climate crisis that we have, to hopefully reach an agreement about how we can cut carbon emissions around the world, because the heat here is oppressive, Clive. 45 degrees. A little bit clammy then by the sounds of it. Not so hot over here, Peter. You're in the right place. 13 degrees today and a little bit drizzly. I, I wouldn't agree with that, Clive. The heat here is not pleasant at all. This sort of heat is, is unbearable. Well, I'll tell you what. Stay in the shade. Get a lovely cocktail. Sit out there on the bar by the looks of it like you are. The veranda there overlooking that lovely... Is that the... That's the sea, isn't it? Yes, that's, that is the Mediterranean, Clive. But I'm not here for work. I'm here to do some serious reporting on this very important conference. And very hot in Barcelona at the moment, then. It is stifling here, Clive. It's, it's far too hot to do anything. And the advice is to stay indoors during the strongest hours of the day. None of the normal lovely events that go on in Barcelona happening. I remember a couple of holidays ago... I think we only went over there for a weekend. But we went to the glorious uh, Combat de Toro or the bullfighting uh, you must have seen that I mean fantastic value for money 20 euros for two tickets and we saw full four bulls slaughtered as I recall and maybe the third one just mortally wounded but fantastic fun for all the family any of that going on at the moment? No, no, Clive. Actually, it's been deemed too cruel uh, to have the bulls out in this weather. So stabbing them with the little swords is OK, of course. But uh, in this heat, it's been deemed too cruel for the bulls. That gives you an idea of just how hot it is. Well, uh, as I say, 20 euros, three bulls, clean kills, fourth one 
Mm, he didn't look too clever when they dragged him off, to be honest with you. One thing that strikes me in this weather, those matadors, they're dressed fairly heavily, aren't they? I always think, God, they must be sweaty. Yes, those heavy brocade coats must really retain the heat. Like one, one's heart does go out to them. But, but, but we really are here to talk about this Not Too Late for 28 Climate Change Conference. The world's eyes are looking on, Clive, hoping that our world leaders reach some sort of agreement to cut global carbon emissions. And a fantastic, um, a fantastic event to promote the city of Barcelona. Have you been down La Ramblas at all? Uh, no, I've just been here at the conference, Clive. But never in your life. No, in fact, no. My first time in Barcelona. Oh, you should. You you walk down. It's a fantastic um, sort of facade of shops. Well, not facade. They're real shops. Um, it, it, all the tourists go there. Lots of amusing sort of street artists. You 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 have a great time. Go in the evening though bit hot in the day it is unbelievably hot Clive that's really the point I'm trying to get across Absolutely. 45 degrees well it was hot when I was there I think it was uh, 28 and um, my wife at the time she she was uh, she wanted some water I said well I'm, I'm not standing around here in this sunshine where you go off and get the water so I just went one street over you know to get some shade and as far as the eye could see tatty prostitutes i mean really skanky looking street walkers and they came out of nowhere horrible little back street and um i'll tell you one thing tremendously overpriced as these things go um barcelona doing anything about that because to be honest some bits of it are very nice for the tourists but you don't have to go too far and it's a filthy hole isn't it uh, i haven't seen any of that myself clive just here at the conference reporting on on the world leaders hoping to reach an accord to, to save the planet from this climate emergency that's been declared excellent excellent stuff how about food what sort of food are you enjoying there uh, lovely food lovely catering at the conference um i mean th there's there's bits and pieces there's some sandwiches and some some water etc just sandwiches open sandwiches european sandwiches english sandwiches what sort of thing well, are we well, talking about i i haven't paid too much attention clive i believe there's a mix of both but but the point we're really trying to get across is the climate emergency our world leaders are here and the world's eyes are watching on hoping and praying that an agreement can be reached before it's too late tapas i mean one thing i'll tell you about the weather you know you, you don't want to eat a great big full meal do you so tapas is very popular in spain and i think that's why they eat such little portions isn't it they're just too hot and too tired to eat any more quite possibly i'm not sure of the historical background to the tapas as as the as the style of cuisine here in spain uh, maybe you you've you're onto something there clive i find it a deeply unsatisfying cuisine i must admit because at the moment that you find something you like it's taken away and something else comes out quite sad that really isn't it small plates aren't for everyone clive i think that's i think no one can argue with that world leaders here hoping to reach agreement before the earth gets too hot where humanity just can't survive absolutely well that is quite serious isn't it i'm going to leave you now because we need to crack on on this side it's the same drizzly over here unpleasant um but you're having a fantastic time enjoy the sunshine uh, just here reporting clive thank you absolutely you enjoy the sunshine goodbye peter And scene. Uh, so next up we have Gunter. Uh, Gunter auditioning for the role of Jules in Pulp Fiction the musical. Oh, okay, okay, that's me. Uh, let me make my way past you. Oh. Oh, this stage is so high. Will it be so high when we do it? It's so... Oh. Yeah, this is the stage we will be using. So tiring to be up here. Okay. 
Uh, hello, my name is Gunther. Uh, you may know from the way that my mouth is around uh, that I'm not English, I'm German. Um, and I'm here today to read for the part of uh, Samuel L. Jackson in uh, Pulp Fiction. Okay, thank you, Gunther. Re ready when you are. Uh, I have to, uh, you know, how you say uh, full disclosure, expose myself to you now. Um, I don't know the word so much, but I think I have the jism of it. Okay, ju just give us what you've got. Oh, I always do. Okay, so... Um, there's a passage that I uh, I remember from a book uh, about uh, Ezekiel. Um, the path of many righteous men, and I've travelled down a path with many righteous men. I've come through the passage of a shepherd, um, and sometimes, ooh, some of them tyrannical, evil, no? Hmm? You know? Uh, but blessed is he who, in the name of uh, chastity, <laughs> chastity be a fine thing, and goodwill, um, you know, you know, shepherds alike. Um, a warm hand on my passage, maybe. Um, I don't know. I've been saying this shit for years, and you know, whenever I said it, it always means your ass. Uh, that that's great, Gunter. Thank you very much. We'll uh, we'll we'll be in touch. Oh, okay. Unseen. Good afternoon. I've got the great honour of interviewing Prince Henry uh, exclusively for the BBC as Prince Henry is about to release another autobiographical memoir uh, which is titled... It's simply called Sparer. Which is of course the, the hotly anticipated follow-up to your, your book of around six months ago called Spare. Spare, my original book. Yeah, so, so this one covers, what, just the last six months? Pretty much, I mean, yes. Just what's happened since I last finished my book to when I wrote this one. Wow, so, so it's quite a tome, coming in at around 700 pages. So lots of must lots and lots must have happened to you in that time, Prince Henry. Please give us some some insight into what the book contains. Well, to be honest, I found over the last six months after I wrote the book being very critical and cruel and unreasonable about my family, I seem to have been somewhat ostracised, surprisingly. And I find myself now not only the original spare, but perhaps one could be thought of as more spare, as sparer. I see, I see what you mean. So now you're outside of, of the royal family, outside of that world. Um, you, you have more free time? Yes, I have a lot of free time to be outside looking in. Right. Okay. So, I mean, as as it is, as I said, it's a very, very weighty book. So, as well as as what you've been doing in the last six months, I presume there's still lots of insights that perhaps were left out in the first book about your childhood, about growing up within the firm, as royal family referred to, about your time at school, about your time in in the goldfish bowl, in the spotlights, and so on. No, the book is essentially about the last six months about how very 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 sad i've been and how little i've done right so it really just covers the first half of, of this year of 2023 yes when i found myself more spare than i was and indeed one might almost say i'm indeed sparer yeah no no i i i i, I get the inference so 
I, I, in there, is there any insights, any sort of juicy gossip and details about your your now failed relationship with with Netflix? No, because I'm not allowed to talk about that failed relationship. Okay, and what about the failed relationship with Spotify? No, because I'm not allowed to talk about that failed relationship. Okay, fair enough. I'm sure there's all sorts of legal reasons, but I guess with those those failed relationships in mind, you probably have even less to do than before, which in turn would make me sparer. Make you sparer. Okay, so so what what is what is it? What what have you talked about for seven hundred pages? Well, how very sad and bad I feel about the situation that's happened to me since I right. wrote explicitly about the secrets of my family and how now they find no time to talk to me no time to share the inner workings of the sanctum of the firm and I find myself when I was originally perhaps just a spare yeah I find myself now spare sparer Sparer. Sparer, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a real real page-turner. I'm sure Richard and Judy will be all over this one. Uh, Prince Henry, thank you very much. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. And scene. OK, can we have the uh, uh, the next auditionee, please? We've got... Um, just says Jessica. Not sure of your second name, but Jessica... Uh, reading for Brief Encounter. If you'd like to come up to the stage, please. Yeah. Good afternoon, Mr. Director. Uh, hello there. Um, so, you're familiar with the text, I'm sure? Uh, yeah, of course. Very familiar with it. Classic film, classic text. Excellent. And uh, obviously, we're not planning on, on changing it too much. Perhaps a little bit of modernisation. Well, I did want you to know that I've had a look and I did want to make it a bit livelier, a bit grittier, and really bring it up to date from a modern audience. I mean, I think we can all relate. We've all had a brief encounter at a train station, haven't we? Well, I can't remember. I mean, I had one myself on the way here this afternoon. Oh. The first one was so brief, in fact, I barely had time to get my knickers down before the guy was finished. Oh. I actually had to say to the guy behind him, I hope he didn't mind stowing another man's porridge, because... I was left completely unsatisfied from the first brief encounter. Yes, I mean, uh, very much more from the carnal side of things, but I I think the actual original text is more about... Yeah. ...romance and, uh, you know... Oh, uh, yeah, we all love a bit of that. Okay, well, uh, perhaps we could just, if you'd like to go with the the famous Celia Johnson speech at the end. I'm getting in the zone of Celia Johnson. All right, bear with me, bear with me. In your own time. Not even life lasts very long. Like the old man Winston, barely lasts at all. Less than five minutes. I've been vaccinated slower, let me tell you that. There'll come a time in the future when I shan't mind about this anymore, when I can look back and say quite fucking peacefully and quite fucking cheerfully how silly I was. Because I'm just a silly little girl. Would like to stop men's teeth out. No, no, I don't want that time to come ever. Unlike Winston, I want to remember every fucking minute, always, always, 
and to the end of my fucking days. Wow. Um, I see what you did there, Jessica. Um, that's lovely. I think we've got your details here, so we we will be in touch. I, I um, I uh, good good day, Jessica. Better be in touch soon, yeah. Good good day, Jessica. Yeah, good afternoon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Not her. And scene.